Welcome to another episode of Long Distance Short, giftbasketsoverseas.com's podcast where we talk to real people about the triumphs and tribulations in all kinds of long-distance relationships. Your host is Allie Winters, an international gift consultant who's found success in her own long-distance romances and friendships. And here's today's topic, long-distance relationships from a male perspective. Our guest is Dylan Mitchell of Calabunga Studios, here to tell us about his life with his love Lauren and his personal experience with a successful long-distance relationship. Let's jump right in, Allie. Hello to our loyal listeners of Long Distance Short your long-distance relationship podcast. This is Ali, your host, and today our guest is the hero of our times, Dylan, who had experienced a long-distance relationship, whose relationship has finished in a marriage. So how are you, Dylan? How are you today? Doing really well. Considering uh, everything that's going on, life is uh, still going really well. That's good. So, you know, it has always been interesting for me to know about the man's perspective of relationship and the long distance relationship, particularly. For you, is it something different from usual relationship or something that mm, is kind of different and requires some additional effort or emotional effort? Yeah, for me, having a long distance relationship versus, you know, one where the person lived in the, the same city. There were, you know, considerable differences between the two and the the emotional piece. I think in some regards, I talked maybe more <laughs> when I was in a long distance relationship than mm-hmm. for someone in the same city, just you had to, um, you know, it's not like you could wait for that evening, you know, to, to have the conversation. So in the long distance relationship, I think the level of communication was just higher, you know, we were texting or you know, on phone calls and just longer interactions are more frequent through the day than something in person. So I think that was a a big benefit in that side of of long distance relationships. Obviously, the physical part is uh, (laughs) not not quite there. But the I think emotional connection for me anyway, was um, just greater because of the frequency of communication. Mm, Interesting. So I was uh, in Indiana and Indianapolis, which is in the middle of the country, and she was in California. So mm-hmm. 2,000 miles, like a <laughs> good good plane ride away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's start from the beginning. Like, uh, how did you meet? Did you meet online or offline? How did it happen? Yeah, we actually met at a friend's wedding. She was the maid of honor, and I was... Uh, just a friend that that came to the wedding, and probably one of the big things that stood out. And I I did get permission from the bride to wear these, but I wore uh, bright red pants to, <laughs> to the wedding. Yeah, memorable thing, I guess. <laughs> so that's how it started. Yeah, did you proceed with dating, let's say, offline, or you had to like split apart at once? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the wedding that weekend, um, you know, we spent some time together and then, you know, the next morning went back to, there was a whole bunch of us, a group of us that did breakfast the next morning, um, since we were all kind of friends or, um, in that group and, you know, kept talking. And then really the, the next week, you know, I was back in Indiana. She was back in California, uh, for the wedding that was in Michigan and kind of, we just started talking and it, kind of blossomed from there, right? It went from 
texts and just having conversations and really we didn't start dating for the next six months i mean we were talking regularly Mm -hmm. and daily but i don't think either of us made like a full commitment for you know another six months but it was voluntary for both of you right that you you know would be talking online so there will be long distance relationship both of you were totally okay with that yeah i mean (laughs) i think to ultimately make it happen you know we knew that somebody needed to move but for the the time being and with our work situations that, you know, we were, we were okay with what it was. Okay. This is clear. From the wedding, even, even through that, we'd gone on some other dates, some other, she was in a sorority. So she had some other weddings to attend and I went with her as her date, you know, that Mm -hmm. summer. And then uh, probably about once a month for, you know, the two, three years that we were long distance or for the first two years anyway, we were doing once a month on average was about what we met up in, you know, real life, whether that was at a wedding or I do long distance uh, events. So she came and saw me do Ironman and Lake Tahoe um, or a couple other uh, big type of events. So, you know, whether it was a spontaneous trip to Dallas or, uh-huh. you know, her coming in to Indianapolis or me coming to California, we about a, once a month. Once and once. Okay. All right. You mentioned that you've talked a lot, right? So were there any daily rituals uh, that helped you to be in touch? Like maybe how many hours did you spend together uh, a day? Yeah, that's a really good question. And for me at the time and some of her schedules, it depended. Um, we definitely, you know, talked about uh, various things like throughout the day. So it was always texting. We didn't necessarily do phone calls all the time since Mm -hmm. we were working nights um, at times for a job and I was just working really long hours and not to mention like three hours isn't like a terrible time difference. Um, But if you're working fairly late, it can be kind of uh, hard to to make that time difference. If we didn't text like that day, something was wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. Uh, it's it's very important to keep the communication and at least to uh, write a line like, uh, hey, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk a bit later. Yeah, we've been to that too. How your closest people reacted? So your relatives, friends, maybe because I know that you've been in a long distance relationship for five years, right? You mentioned that before. Five years ago, I mean back then I wouldn't say that people were prepared for that too much so especially our parents because they are more conservative about it well with her friends you know they knew who I was um, and I've been friends with them kind of throughout so they we both knew each other so for her friends that I don't think was a big deal I think the concern if any on our parents side was just you know how you gonna make this work right how you gonna ultimately make it happen and for the longest time, we didn't know how that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I finally moved two years ago. So of the five years we've been together, three were uh, distance. But yeah, so I think once I finally moved out here, then everybody kind of kind of understood. But it took you know three years to <laughs> to get to that point. I think everybody knew that we were dating and knew that we were in it. I just there probably was some questions <clears throat> along the way. Just you know, <laughs> how are you going to ultimately you know make this work? And what did you answer? I don't think they ever said it. There was just, uh, you know, that question kind of lingered. It's one of those like unspoken questions. You know, I think. So they, they, they were a bit skeptical about it. That's what you say? I wouldn't say skeptical. Just, you know, if you're happy, great. But it's just still ultimately how are you going to 
make it work right is still that lingering question like you guys are great together but you mm-hmm. still gotta figure out the <laughs> the distance part and you know this is the question that i was also asked a lot and you ask yourself and maybe your partner so was there something that you had to agree on the future plans the frequency of meeting each other something like that yeah as far as like the relationship went you know we didn't necessarily have a set you know, we need to do something every month. It just kind of worked out that way. So, mm-hmm. okay. you know, that that wasn't too big of a, a deal. I mean, obviously, if we went four, five, six weeks, it was kind of like you get itchy feet. <laughs> like, okay, we need to mm-hmm. hop on a plane or somebody needs to do something. So that was probably one of them, you know, that we agreed upon. The other thing for us that I don't think future plans was necessarily one of them, you know, we'll kind of figure it out along the way. And that was even, there was some pain there for, um, you know, what we agreed upon mm-hmm. and how we went forward mainly in like careers, since I had a really good, um, career and she had a really good job too, that she was really happy with. So in our separate localities and then trying to find something else, uh, near each other became, you know, problematic. Mm-hmm. But you have like different jobs, you're good about that. So I guess there should be some things that you didn't agree upon. And maybe that could affect the relationship and the consequences it could bring. Yeah, I mean, we agreed on like the big things where, you know, like, it was just that we couldn't. And what caused a break for us was that we couldn't kind of figure our jobs. So she's a geologist lives here in the mountains of California. And, you know, you can't really up and move a, a mine. You can't uh, shift that across the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a, an engineer and design buildings, all that kind of stuff for big commercial uh, buildings and in a rural area. There's really not much of, you know, big commercial like skyscrapers or schools going up on a regular basis. So for what I was doing, didn't really translate to where she lived and where what she was doing didn't translate to where I lived. And ultimately this, um, you know, about two, a little over two years in became, you know, a big problem with us. And since we couldn't ultimately get that resolved or find a way to get that resolved, um, you know, that did cause a, a break in our relationship. Okay. So basically that was the cause of your break on for how long was it? It was for eight months. Mm, quite a long time. Yeah, it was one of those where we both needed to, and really for me, you know, to try to see, you know, if you can make something else work, right? And we we each kind of did that in our own ways. I dated some other people and just ultimately realized that they weren't who I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. They weren't going to uh, support me in what I was trying to do and you know, she was the, the one. So eight months we reconciled yeah. and started <laughs> dating long distance again for another eight months before I just I ultimately quit my job and, and moved to California. Okay. The biggest thing that I can say and really the reason that we got back together is I did a lot of exercise in the mornings, had a buddy that I would go and run with or swim or lift weights, all that kind of good stuff. And we do it fairly early in the morning, six, six thirty. And mm-hmm. then I would, after that, I 
It may have been I had a lot of anxiety kind of within me, but I'd start to meditate in the mornings, just sitting in my car and for five minutes using an app like Headspace to kind of guide me through it since I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And maybe four or five months into the the breakup, maybe six, I couldn't stop like thinking about her and how, you know, I was seeing some other girl at the time, but my thoughts really came back to to Lauren. And that's really when I just kind of knew that, all right, if I'm thinking about that in my kind of subconscious mind that, you know, it's really, it's meant to be. So that kind of started me down the path of, you know, do I see this other person really being in my life forever? Do I see them giving me the support and love and affection that I need or want in ways that I want it? Do I see them changing to be a supportive figure in my life? And ultimately that answer was no for this other person. So, you know, start down the road of, okay, well, kind of once you know that you get a few things in order, um, you know, make the, the break with them and then follow back up to, Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to be back with you. Right. So there's no overlap necessarily in, in the two. And that was probably for me, one of the biggest, uh, things and getting back together was I just couldn't see my life without Lauren um, even when I was uh, dating somebody else so there was no like behind the back or no texting or anything like that it was just okay I've made my decision and now let me you know make the transition to be fair to to both parties really yeah but that's uh, well you need to be strong right to admit it to uh, just say it out loud to yourself to your partner so I do really respect this, honestly. And I guess your partner also thought, I mean, Lauren also thought the same. Basically, I guess you've come to to the common conclusion at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, once we started having the conversation, I think she was um, dating somebody at the time and she broke it pretty quickly once, you know, I was like, hey, I want to be back with you. That means a lot. So I guess this break only kind of strengthened in your relationship. Was it so? Yeah, ultimately it did. You know, during it, uh, it was definitely hard at times for for each of us after we've talked about it um, now, here, you know, two years later. But it was really what showed both of us that, you know, we're better together than we are apart. Yeah. And now, a few words for our sponsors. What's the best way to send beautiful bouquets and luxurious romantic gifts around the globe fast? Today's sponsor, RussianFlora.com. With thousands of flowers and gifts to choose from, and the best round-the-clock service in the world, as well as protection from scams when you order, the choice is clear for international flower delivery. Send your emotions over the oceans with RussianFlora.com. And since you've been in long distance for like five years, right? Did you have any problems with trust or maybe you were jealous sometimes or something like that? Was that something that you were, were struggling with? Because I know that a lot of couples were struggling with this. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe in the beginning before we, you know, formalized anything, but, you know, at that point we weren't formal or really together. And to me it was, hey, if we're going to be together, then this is what it is. And if I'm vibe jealous or find, you know, some untrustworthy things, then it's not meant to be. If you Mm -hmm. become kind of (laughs) always on edge, then you're not uh, fully in the relationship. So I don't think we either really had too many problems with, with trust, you know, our track records were pretty good on, um, on that side of things. So we were, we were always fairly trusting and, you know, just feared got problems you know say something and I probably took a little longer to say something at times than uh than she did but for mm-hmm. the most part you know we didn't have too many struggles along the way it was ultimately just reconciling that you know we want to be together and how do we make this happen and still you know make a living yeah sure and did you have any rules maybe for example me in my relationship we had the rule like we should always say the truth to each other like no matter what and uh, probably that's how it helped and how we gained trust maybe you had something similar that is a really good rule sometimes that's uh, obviously harder than it uh, than it sounds to to oh, say yeah. <laughs> certainly say the ultimate truth and I don't know if we had any rules or that was completely spoken. It was, you know, that, that what you said is great to speak the truth. And I think for the most part, you know, we were able to to do that and just say what was on our minds. Sometimes it maybe took a couple of uh, drinks to get it out of you, but <laughs> for the most part, it, uh, Yeah, played out pretty well. Okay. Well, I'm actually very happy that it turned out to be a really successful relationship because, you know, a lot of people had tried, maybe they didn't succeed for some reason. But yeah, it's it's totally great. And since you had the experience in that and you know what it is, maybe you have some advice for the other couples in similar relationships, just for them to feel support, <laughs> for them to have some knowledge and expertise. Sure. Yeah. The biggest thing I could say is communication is, is really the biggest thing that you can do. Communicate probably more frequently than you think you should, or even the smallest little things. I found that there might be times where even if you're having a conversation that they may or may not be listening or you feel that way at times, but then you'll be in a conversation maybe with some other friends or at dinner And that thing that you thought they weren't listening about comes back up. So they were actually listening and you just need to say it, right? Get it off your chest and not keep it bound in, right? You want to, you want to say it mm-hmm. and just know that they're, for the most part, you know, they're always going to be listening and then to have a little fun with it too, you know, and plan maybe some, some trips. It doesn't always have to be the most expensive thing, um, but you know, hiking's pretty cheap or whatever it is that you like to do, find, find that thing and, you know, date nights or dinner or whatever, um, when you are together and make that, that journey to, to be together. But other, when you are apart, I mean, communication is, is everything in whatever ways that you want to make that happen. Email, text, you know, FaceTime, they all, uh, they all matter. Yeah, certainly. All right. Thank you so much for being so honest with us, Dylan. It's really, really appreciated. And thank you for uh, sharing one more successful story. I hope this will be a big support and this will this would inspire a lot of people to proceed with what they want to do in their life with their better halves. 
in an LDR or not in LDR. So yeah, thank you so much for coming. So everything will be all right. And we'll see you, our listeners, in a month's time. As always, this is Long Distance Relationship Podcast, Long Distance Short. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Long Distance Short, giftbasketsoverseas.com's podcast with real people in real long-distance relationships. Make sure to subscribe and keep tuning in for a new episode every month. If you have any questions or ideas for a future podcast, make sure to drop us a line at podcast at